0: Warning, the following podcast contains bathroom sound effects, stories of sleazy behaviour and other stuff about medications not being used properly. Listeners of a sensitive disestablishmentarianism. Listeners of a sensitive disassociation. Listeners of a sensitive dis, dis, dis order, dis Yo, what do you owe the world? How do you own dis order, this order? Listeners who can't handle it should tune out, isn't it? You've been told before. <laughs>
1: Hello, hello, hello. With me in the studio, Sylvia Silversmith.
0: Hello, everyone.
1: And Marsha MacDonald.
0: Yeah, peeps, what well, up?
1: Well, we've just gone and done it. Episode four of Right Said Fred.
0: Dookie, I can't believe people want to hear this shit. I mean, for, for you people who are listening, uh, can I just um, say thanks I don't know why you're listening. I I don't know why, but you know, thanks.
1: Unlike the film Richard the Third, where you know you don't necessarily need to have seen Richard the First or the Second, this particular series of podcasts does require people to partake in episodes one, two, and three. You have to invest some time into <laughs> this go, yeah. in the same way that you, Marsha, have with your writing group.
0: Uh, I uh, there's been some time. Dookie, I had to watch Richard III when I was first over in the UK studying. Mm. Have you seen that? What, what is, is it with a famous actor?
1: There are several versions of the film, so I'll say yes, it is that uh, well, one. Well, okay. mm.
0: he just walks around with a hump. Yes. And exclaims. Listen, if you're from
1: Leicester, you've got a lot of reasons to be upset. You're going to have the hump with people. And a hump.
0: I didn't understand
1: what and was a going hunch. on.
0: I didn't understand but. i was I sat there for like three hours going. I have no idea what he's on about. Mm. Shakespeare and me don't get along yeah, you
1: should have seen Richard the first and second.
0: yeah, or they would have been have revealed seen, yeah, you should have seen the first I mean, I've never seen any of them i I don't have a clue, but uh you should yeah, maybe you would have got it
1: <laughs> you you do know there's a joke within this.
0: Oh, is there no Richard the Fur... Oh, see that now you just now it's just make fun of the Yank. It's just make fun of this stupid girl. It's like they didn't in the states. They had to retitle the Madness of King. What was named the third, the madness Mm. of George the third? Because Mm. they thought that Americans would think, well, I need to see the madness of King George the first and second. I have
1: not seen the first two. I'm not going to go and, uh, you know, join this particular trilogy late in the game.
0: And Marsha has just proved them correct. Yes. Yeah, see, you know, make fun of the idiot. You know, it's fine. I'm good with it. I'm good. It's all good. So, how
1: have you been getting on? With Dookie, your writing group. I've
0: had a shit week.
1: And did you go to the pub with them? No. Okay, that was your... Dookie... That was your order.
0: Dookie, I've had a week... Can I firstly talk about my... I got a bad back. Oh, no. Now you hate people who got a bad back.
1: I have to say, it's one of those things where it's difficult to get sympathy.
0: Nobody likes anybody with a bad back. I mean, Maybe you know,
1: there's like a fetish for... Back-hating lovers, back-pain lovers. Ooh,
0: Dookie, that's very specialist. Mm.
1: Very specialist. Tell me about your requirements for lumbar support. (laughs) Mm. Is there
0: a match.com for people with bad
1: backs? You've got a bad back, and I get turned on by people with bad backs.
0: Marcia has truly been suffering. We've had her on the opiates. Yeah, uh, yeah. Silv's been dealing and dishing out the opiates for my bad back. And you know when my bad back started? It started on Thursday night.
1: Right before or after your writing group? During. Oh. Okay. Were you using specific muscles to give
0: to be annoyed feedback? Oh, dookie. I mean, where's feedback? Did you see what I did there? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh. You know, it's been—it was a week where we had International Women's Day. Congratulations. Yeah, and I'm not saying that for that uh, because I barely even knew it was happening. But uh, it seemed to be a bigger deal
1: this year on account of yeah. I think it's a Trump hangover and his attitude towards women.
0: Out against Trump, Mm. and so we should be. Mm. I don't think we should mention him on the show. Actually. Can we just call him an Oompa Loompa? Oompa Loompa. Because it, shouldn't this show be like a happy place? Yeah, so in, in the week that there's International Women's Week, and, and, and I, I like women, you know, in every, you know, in every different way. I like women a lot. I, you know, I prefer the company of women. Uh, Dookie, I love you so much because you're kind of womany. Mm. I like that. Mm. So it's just ironic to me that in the week that we had International Women's Week is like the only week in my life that I've just thought I want women to go. What You know how many strident women I've dealt with this week? It's like, why are you barking at me? I mean, some of this to do with work. I, I just had like women barking at me down the phone. One of them like put down the phone on me the other day. Like I was trying to like sell my wares, and she's like being a total pain in my, you know, derriere.
1: You were selling your wares, and she didn't want to. And buy she was them. just
0: like, ah. Uh-huh, were you uh-huh. overly?
1: Could you've been overly aggressive with your selling techniques? No, I was,
0: you know, I was actually so nervous that she started making me like I was getting a little shaky, and and I was like, I don't know what. Uh, I'm, I'm doing or not doing it. I seem to have upset you somehow. And then she was like, well, I'll get in touch. And I like, slammed the phone down. Oh, I was dear. like, I don't even know what I did. And then, yeah. And then, okay, so then we got writing group.
1: Mm. So you had a, a woman put the phone down on you. Yeah. You had a bad back brought on specifically by writing group. Yeah. And you've been taking... Special supplements to help you with your pain.
0: Yeah, I'm on the opiates. Opiates. So, this week, Dookie... Mm. I mean, what do you want to know? I mean, you know how I usually—should I just start at the beginning? You know how I usually go to the same Marks and Spencer, the store, to get my premixed vodka and tonic.
1: Yes, you are developing a relationship with the sales assistant. Yeah,
0: which is a little embarrassing. Okay, so, but this week I happened to be around a different area. Where there was a store where, and I had some time to kill, so I thought, you know what, I should just do. I should just buy a bottle of vodka and a bottle of tonic and then mix it myself, and it'll probably be cheaper. It right? would
1: be cheaper. Yeah, by, definitely by cheaper. By Marks and Spencers, you do have complete and utter convenience.
0: Yeah, it's convenient, and and you got to pay for that. And I just thought, well, as long as I've got some time to kill and I'm right here, I might as well b- b- buy it. And so then Sylvia helped me do the mixing. Oh. Yeah, she she actually mixed it for me. Didn't you Self? I did? I didn't mix it for her and I made sure because we have one of those little little shot things that you measure, you know, your shots out. Mm. So that you don't, you know, overindulge. Mm. Yeah, cuz I told her to be careful cuz I I said I don't want to be like, you know, hanging off of Fred's ceiling fan with my tits out. You know, that's not what I'm looking for.
1: It just Dawned on me that yeah. Sylvia is your doctor feel Marsha. Marcia.
0: I'm her doctor feel good. Am I your doctor feel good, Definitely, definitely my doctor feel I mean, what what more do you need? You know, this woman will give you anything. She's got, you know, she. You've seen her supply of like vitamins and stuff. Mm. She gave you anything. It's, you got anything? She got
1: <laughs> You got
0: something wrong with you? She to fix it. Great. <laughs> it's great living with this woman. I love it. Not just for that, but you know, you got supplements aplenty. plenty. I'm just trying to think of a, a random ailment
1: and to test you, Sylvie, on whether or not you have the, the pills and the lotions and potions to deal with it. Yes. Okay, I'm going to come up with a problem. I'm not suffering from this problem. Okay. But let's say that I've got a, a nasty ulcer in my gums and mm-hmm. I need the some ulcer. relief. Have Ooh, you got something to make me feel better? Let's say I've been partaking in a lot of fruit. I've been mainlining pineapples. And, you know, if you have a lot of those after a while, you can it, that is kind true. of burn burn the inside of your mouth.
0: I do, I do believe I have some gel in my bathroom <laughs> Oh,
1: You've got some gel. Because I have
0: suffered from those. Right. Not very often. I do believe I have some gel. <laughs> I once had a person around the house who said he, he thought that he was having a heart problem, even though he's like 22. So I gave him some Hawthorne. Hawthorne? Which is supposed to be good for heart. Don't, by the way, any listeners, could you please not, could you please disregard <laughs> any of this? Because I am not a doctor, and I will not be made responsible but, yeah, for anyone. you play
1: one on the Dookie radio show. You are doctor, feel good.
0: Dookie, can I just ask... Mm. You were on tour recently. I was. And I do believe you were overindulging. I was. And wasn't your very, very lovely singer giving you some supplements? Uh, Not just me, the whole... Outfit, yes. The whole band, and yes. I just, I, I've, I've met her and she's lovely. She's a lovely think, person. I think yes. she and I just need to go out and talk. <laughs> we need to talk. Dookie, the picture of the massive glass of red wine mm. that you had in front of you, along with a spirulina,
1: which is what she was dispensing to us,
0: with the idea that. She was going to give you what ails you and what cures you at the same time. Correct. I Is that correct?
1: And what was really, really sweet was the fact that when she was dispensing the spirulina to the various band members, she made a point of taking a photo of the container that the spirulina came bless from. Bless her. And that she sent it to each one of our respective mobile oh, phones. Bless
0: her heart. So that
1: we could stock up on it when we returned home. And she ensured that we had. A regular
0: supply She's so sweet That's um, very lovely And it's just the kind of thinking that I love You know, while you're drinking Have some milk thistle Because mm. you, while you're messing up your liver You're also clearing it out Yes I think that's fabulous. Yeah, we
1: were in the Czech Republic and I had some bekarovka. I had a lot of bekarovka, which is... Um, oh, you a, gave a, me
0: that stuff for a Christmas. A spirit
1: from that part of the world. I believe it originates in Slovakia, but it's something that's been embraced by the Czechs and the Slovaks. It's very medicinal. And absolutely, it's... It's like an extra medicinal version of Jägermeister and it it apparently aids in digestion, which is why I was taking uh, regular shots of it. And uh, again, um, a bit like the concoction that Tara was giving the band, Bekarovka gives you the hangover as well as the cure in one go
0: i just think that's fabulous Mm. absolutely fabulous yes so we're Mm. just loading marcia up so i'm pouring her spirits for her because you know we want to take the edge off the writing group but we don't want her to be you know falling all over the place Mm. and dog forbid falling asleep and passing out at at fred's house Uh, because can you imagine the shame oh god can you imagine i don't think i could face him in the morning I I mean, I can't face him in the evening. I can't... F- uh, man, Dookie, so... How did it go? Well, I told Sylve to mix me up. How many did you mix me? I mixed her up thick shots. Right. <laughs> but she also wanted to have a drink before she left, did you, Martha? Right. I did. I had to have a drink because this... Usually I don't have a lot of time before I before I go, but this time I had time, and I was at home, so... I I might have had a drink before I left, and then I yeah I had the bottle on me, and so I get there. Okay, should we just start there? I get there, and I'm I'm a couple of drinks down because I'd been taking a few nips off my bottle on the tube. Mm. Okay, and I get there.
1: And this is your own your. Drink supply is in a perfectly pedestrian water bottle. Yeah, it's
0: in a water bottle.
1: Mm. Okay. So, for all intents and purposes. To random members of the public, fellow commuters, yeah. you're merely hydrating yourself.
0: I'm hydrating, baby, with <laughs> the sparkling water. Yes. Okay, so... Vodka and tonic. Yeah, so Fred keeps sending around. I mean, when I say keep sending around, I mean keep sending around. I mean, like, twice a week, we get emails reinstating the rules of writing group one of which is we don't will,
1: talk about writing group
0: well yeah well you know we're breaking that one pretty big time ain't we so um, what a, and the biggest rule he seems to want to adhere to is starting on time because he always types that in bold right mm. must start on time gotta start it so you know I, I, I'm, I'm on time I get there at 725 nobody's there
1: I mean, ultimately, Mussolini got the trains running on time. Did he? Hmm.
0: I don't know what to say to that. I mean, I don't know what to say to that. I mean, I guess everybody needs a redeeming feature. What is that? Is redeeming feature? Hitler,
1: Hitler improved the infrastructure (laughs) of the the fatherland. Wow.
0: Okay. Well, Frederick
1: from the writing group creates order and cares a great deal. He doesn't create order. He wasn't
0: there. He wasn't there. He's never started on time, right? Right.
1: So he he sends emails, reminding all participants. To adhere to the rules and regulations, which he has made, but that he himself...
0: Breaks. Breaks. It drives me nuts, because, you know, okay, so I get there, and he's not there. So I'm ringing his bell, and ringing his bell, and ringing his bell. And finally, from behind me, I hear a great big yoo-hoo, and it's him. And he's in this, like, four-door family wagon, sedan kind of thing. A Volvo? No, 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 sorry to disappoint Uh, you, it's not a Volvo. Okay. Uh,
1: Did he really say yoo-hoo?
0: Yeah, I think he did say yoo mm. <laughs> and 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 mm. why is it important that he's driving a four-door sedan? Why is it important is it that it he important? said Yoo-Hoo? Why is it important? I guess because you know this guy. I think when he was born, he was like forty. You know, you know those guys who just like you've never been young. Is that a boarding school thing? It's just like you never been. Mm. You as soon as they dropped you off at boarding school, you became forty, and that was that. Or you stay, sorry, or you stay like you're like eight, or you're like arrested at whatever age your mom and dad dropped you off. So, yeah, because since I've lived in this country, you know, I never met anybody who went to boarding school before, and now I've met quite a few. And it seems like they fall into that either, you know, they're a middle-aged eight-year-old and that's how they stay, or they're like an eight-year-old even when they're 40, and they're still acting like they're eight. Do you know what I mean? Have you
1: i certainly have yeah it's there's nothing in between
0: no so that's why it's important that you know he's like 38 now and you know whatever but it's like you know you know that even when he was like 12 he he would have been driving the the four-door sedan
1: and saying you who only in a slightly higher pitched voice
0: and dressed like an accountant you know like did you have matchbox cars when you were a kid And I think that Fred would have just had his four-door family wagon matchbox car because when he was 12, he was 40. You know, and I bet he was wearing like his little little button-down shirt with the sweater over it, you know, like that. Such a waste. With the khaki, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you showed me that Seinfeld when Janine Garofalo... Who I think is my soul sister, is saying, you know, that's the way. She, she, she the shirt sits in a drawer for months on Anna, it comes out, and you can only see an inch of the collar sticking up. So that so Annie's saying you And I'm like, what? I bet you were I bet you were like this when you were like 16. Mm. It could be worse. He could say something like, Behold. He he could say behold. He could definitely say <laughs> you <Yoo-hoo. laughs> Yeah, so. And this is like at 7.35, okay? So mm. fine, he's a few minutes late, he just came from work, and, and he got stuck in traffic, so that's fine, okay? if I can forgive him. It's okay, I can forgive him at that point. But then we we get into his apartment, and, and some people are there, and then he realizes he doesn't have any milk, okay? So he sends some Babs volunteers, mm she's gone for like 20 minutes and i'm like where where is she
1: i mean to be fair i have a, a mate of mine whose father went to go and get milk and he
0: never came back those stories are rife in the in the press aren't they? There's stories just, <laughs> you know my dad went out for milk and he never came back my boyfriend went out for milk why is it always milk
1: people need to make tea it's a good and very believable
0: reason to pop out I went out for milk and I never came back (laughs) Because I just decided that I'd had enough of your You know Your faith
1: Those milk maidens are very very
0: (laughs) enticing So I'm sitting there trying to make small talk With Freud Okay remember Freud Oh yes we were worried
1: he had left the group But he's back back.
0: Yeah you know he's a nice enough guy But he's very uh
1: Judgmental
0: No he's difficult to talk to
1: because right. He's too busy analysing So you.
0: I'm getting Yeah I'm getting like I'm getting like One syllable answers mm, tell, and,
1: tell me about your father
0: Well yeah I mean you know what It would have been easier If you'd asked me a question like that Because at least we would have Had a conversation <laughs> But I'm like Trying to like How's your day And I'm You know And he's like fine You know How's your week been You done anything No not really <laughs>
1: What sort of toys Did you play with This little girl You know
0: that would have been easier Then we're having a conversation But And I'm like Okay and then Bitchface walks in. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, All you gotta say is... And she's late.
1: Bitchface, for those who listened to episode one, part one, rather, of Right Said Fred, referred to your first piece that you submitted to the writing group as... Annoying.
0: Yeah, one word review. Annoying. This is an, well, okay. Three word review. This is annoying. <laughs> okay, so fine. <laughs> so and and, and sh- you know she's got no manners. So she just walks in and goes, I'm "Sorry, I'm late," and like uh, literally in that tone of voice. And I'm like, "What is the matter with everybody?"
1: How late was she?
0: I don't know, like ten minutes.
1: Mm, she had every reason to be apologetic. That's horrible.
0: Babs comes back. Mm. It's eight o'clock. Okay, we're now a half an hour late. Babs has done enough shopping for the week. No. She's got one of those bags for life. Oh did she buy the bag for life yeah, there? Yeah, there.
1: Yeah. Was she doing her own shopping? Yeah. Oh right, so she <laughs> she she hijacked She went the, out for milk. She hijacked the group's necessity oh, for God. milk. Yeah. to then do her own yeah, week shopping. she
0: I swear to God, I swear to God. I swear that she was doing she she literally did, did her own shopping. I was like, you went out for milk. You've been like 20 minutes. That store is across the road, right? So she gets the milk out. And and then she's brought a bucket of chocolate. I don't know. And, you know, it's all about the food. with the and, oh, Dookie. And you get, oh, yeah. You know what the thing is, is that you guessed, right? So you and Sylv have this running thing that you're going to guess the food because this group is obsessed with food. Oh, and, and, and absolutely, remember, and the
1: the food selection does change from week yeah, to week. Yeah, yeah. So you guessed mm.
0: cheesy pastry.
1: Yes, and cheesy twists in particular.
0: So uh, f- Fred had bought uh, chocolate fingers, mm. which <laughs> is it just too cheap? It's too cheap, but you know he's got chocolate fingers. Uh, should we even? I don't even think we should go there. So and I and I was disappointed cuz I thought oh no Dookie and and Silver wrong. Okay, that's a shame. So and then Babs is pulling out all this chocolate and these cakes and she's pulling everything but then she she's puts her own shopping aside, right? Mm. So then Fred confesses that he's had nothing to eat all day except a muffin, two bags of candy, and a Coke. And I'm like, okay, so now you're not 40. Now you're like three. And and so she goes into her own shopping and pulls out cheesy scones. And I'm like, yes, that counts. <laughs> we now have cheesy pastry. Yes, success. Remember how Babs was reading out the stories of the chocolate she bought the other week Oh, the
1: Ponce chocolate artisan yeah.
0: and they all of them come with a different story, mm-hmm. yeah, like like dogs at a pound, you mm. know this one's called Fluffy, and it comes from you know yada yada upstate New York, Flatbush, whatever. That's what she was doing with the chocolate. This one originates from Colombia, where it was pampered by unicorns. Yada, yada. This week, she pulls out the cheesy scone package and starts reading out the ingredients. I'm like, what? By this time, it's 8.05. I'm like, I've had a long day. I want to go home. I don't even like you people. Okay? (laughs) I like one of them. I kind of like Freud. He's, He's all right. Mm. Another woman who I do like wasn't there. The couple of women who I do really like weren't there.
1: What sort of bands did you listen to as a little girl? Yeah,
0: I mean, well, you know. So, we get started. It's like 8, 10.
1: I'm really glad that Fred's been sending the... Yeah,
0: so I'm like, why do you keep sending this Email rules. I'm here on time. So, I'm drinking. Doing a lot of drinking. Babs is like... You know when somebody can't get a package open and it's made out of that cellophane? Mm. She's stu-
1: like usually in the cinema. This happens.
0: Yeah. So she, it, it all goes quiet because somebody's, you know, we're giving feedback on somebody's stuff, and she decides that now is the time to open up the, yeah, open up the cheesy scones, and it's that for like three minutes. I'm like, if you don't open, I'm gonna leap across. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna kill her.
1: But at least she knew what the ingredients were. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, she read out... They had raisins in them.
1: Wh- wh- hang on. Which was weird. But cheesy scones or scones with raisins. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that that's why she had... To, we all had to marvel about the fact... Cheesy... Something with cheese and it also has raisins.
1: She went to Marks and Spencers. Yeah. She got cheesy scones <laughs> with raisins.
0: So, yeah, so the whole discussion was about... Started talking about food, yeah, and and so yeah, this is before she starts with the cellophane, and, and and I'm like, I have a blanket policy of I don't talk food with people because I mean unless I'm like your good friend, because I I don't I don't want to go down that road because you know there's too much talk about food in the world. Mm, yeah, that's you know, a fair comment. I don't want to. I don't mm. want to talk about it. I just think there's more interesting things to talk about. And I'm at writing group. I want to go home. So I don't mind, you know, a little bit of chitty chatty about oh this is nice or whatever. But you know, then I'm done. I don't want to obsess over. So they got raisins in them. Raisins. So we all have to marvel about that. I, that you know, and it is weird. I did not say that that it, that it, doesn't it sound weird. very nice. I like
1: raisins. I like cheese. I like scones. Yeah,
0: we'd want them together. No, that sounds revolting. <laughs> So then, so we finally get started critiquing. It's ten past eight, and this poor young woman who's getting her stuff critiqued, she's really nervous, and I'm like, can we just put her out of her misery, please? So we're critiquing her, and Bab starts with a cellophane that goes on for, like, three minutes, and I'm like, can... Can we not? And then she starts like sampling the the cheesy scones. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had opened them for Fred to like because he hadn't eaten anything but candy and coke all day, and, and but he didn't partake. So
1: was it deemed too healthy by uh, him?
0: I don't know. He was he was sucking down the coke, and I you know what I think it was. He was high as a kite on sugar.
1: Uh, mm, possibly on other kinds of coke.
0: No, I think it was just sugar. I mean, I think he was just like so. We take this woman's piece, and it was really good, and she's really nice, so it's not very interesting. So then we come to Freud's piece, okay? Mm. It's the second piece that he submitted, and it's the second piece about an alcoholic, okay?
1: Are you detecting a theme?
0: There's a theme.
1: An autobiographical theme, perhaps. And
0: Babs even kind of, you know, said, hey, why do you only write about people who are alcoholics? You know, she shouts it across the table. I'm like, you know, why are you being... Wow. You know, this is the kind of stuff I think, but, you know, I will try not to let it come out of my mouth until I'm doing a podcast, right? So, his th- whole thing is about this guy that's such a raging alcoholic that he goes to the theater and buys a Coke, but he's got a hip flask full of vodka with him that he's he's topping up the Coke, right? Oh. And I'm sitting mm. there. Can you see? <laughs> I detect
1: another theme. Can
0: you see what's happening here, Dookie?
1: Life imitates Freud's art. Well
0: exactly and then people start critiquing his piece and they start talking about the character and they start talking about how sad it is and that you must be a raging alky to be hiding vodka in something that looks like it's not vodka and meanwhile I'm like sucking off my in quotes water bottle going oh yeah. Because I'm posh.
1: Oh these uh, cheesy raisin (laughs) scones have really made me quite thirsty (laughs) oh it's a good thing I've got this clear sparkling liquid with which to uh wet my whistle yeah
0: exactly look at me with my water so i'm like yeah so we you know what this thing the critique for this thing goes on for like half an hour and i'm like you know this is getting embarrassing now because everybody's talking about how hardcore of an alcoholic you'd have to be to, to do this and it was quite a good story anyway the the guy in the story, he eats chow mein in the theater with chopsticks. You know, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. Mm. So, But everybody's talking about how bad of an alcoholic you'd have to be. And then Fred starts going off on some story about some guy he used to live with, which, who was a total alky, and yada, 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 yada. It's like 9.30. Mm. Dookie?
1: Had you submitted a story for this nah, particular group? No, nah,
0: not this time. So
1: you were there... Mainly to provide support and feedback to your fellow participants. Yeah, I
0: couldn't go the week before because I was away and I kind of felt like I should probably go. I don't want to just show up on the weeks that I'm getting critiqued because that's rude. Mm. Okay.
1: Agreed, that would be, yeah.
0: This was the worst week. Well. It was like torture. Right. You know when you're drinking a lot but it's not having any effect at all? You're like sober as a judge. Mm. All right, don't get in a car, right? Okay, don't get in a car or fly a plane, right? But you're, you're not feeling anything pleasurable.
1: I have certainly been there. I know in Japanese culture, there is a dynamic that is actually embraced where, particularly in the business world, where there is an overall sense of people being polite with each other. Yeah. And as a result of that politeness, the truth doesn't really come out all that often. Right. Apart from when people go out and drink. OK. And the point which I'm making is if you go to any part of Japan on a Friday or Saturday night, you will see red-faced people getting drunk quicker than, than any other people anywhere else on the planet because they're in the headspace of yes I am going to get rat-assed and because in wine there is the truth it gives people the freedom with which to to tell the truth and also everything is forgiven right. the next day there isn't this stigma of oh you've been a drunken cunt I'm never talking to you again and because of, of that headspace people get inebriated a bit more quickly you accept the idea that alcohol is going to have its effect the inverse of that is where you are in a fight or flight state of mind oh it's fight or flight baby adrenaline is going through Uh, your your veins Uh, you've got bitch face oh god giving you nasty glances you have shit stories that you have to give feedback to catering that is suspect fucking cheesy scones with raisins what the fuck it's not surprising that you're i'm not getting however that. many shots of vodka tonic we're not doing
0: i read that if you're of a japanese background <clears> that you're you don't metabolize alcohol in the same way that say caucasians do Is so you're a
1: cheap date
0: So I hear, so I hear that's why if I'm a Japanese person and I'm drinking alcohol, I'm more likely to go red in the face, as you mentioned. Mm. Now, how do I know this, Dookie? I have no idea. Did you not know that? Uh,
1: I did not know. Oh,
0: okay. So that's, that's why, that's why they get if i'm japanese i yes i'm a cheaper date i get drunk a lot quicker Mm. yeah unlike me with like my iron cast liver over here
1: i mean i suppose your people were rum drinkers
0: my people Marcia. were rum drinkers. Half of my people, and <laughs> the other half, I don't know, teetotalers. I guess. So what does that say? I don't know. Oh, it, it means that you should have <laughs> rum and should coke. Be, you should be, yeah, rum and coke. Satisfy. Uh, yeah, I hate rum and coke. It's disgusting. Mm. I don't like rum. It's too sweet for me. It's You're gross. denying
1: your heritage.
0: I'm denying my heritage, and yeah, I'm not getting drunk. I'm not, you know, I'm not even get. You know, it's not like I want to get drunk, but I want to feel like, you know, a little bit like mellow or something positive from all this alcohol that I'm imbibing, right? Mm.
1: You want to take the edge off. I want to take situation. the edge off
0: this, and nothing, and, mm. and, and 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 I'm I'm getting through these six shots that are in my water bottle pretty quick. It's as though your body is going poison, poison. Must put up a barrier. Yeah.
1: This person must not get pissed. Fight or flight. It sucked. Fight or flight. It sucked, man. And And then you hurt your back.
0: Well, and my back started hurting because I'm sitting in this chair for so goddamn long that I'm like, can we move on, people? So finally we get to the... So the first two pieces are pretty good and then we get to the third one. Dookie, Hmm. you know what's a shame is that the worst writer in the group is also the one who's the least able to tolerate criticism. Now, isn't that mother Nature being kind of not very nice? Yes, because you'd think if you want if you're not a very good writer, you you want to at least be able to tolerate criticism. Yes. and she's been told before like your dialogue is a little weak, okay. She can't write for kids, and she's writing kids, and she's making them sound like they're 52. Like, darling, do you remember this time last year when we were on the Easter egg hunt? And, and you know, it's well, like... these are little kids. Yeah, yeah, they're like fancy. nine. So I said to her, you know, the, the kids seem a little stiff to me. You know, it seems to me like nine-year-olds don't... might not say it like that. Mmm. No. She looked at me... Like she was wishing on me all of Beelzebub's furies to rain down on me for all of eternity. She wanted the devil himself to stick a pitchfork up my ass. Ouch. That's how this woman was looking at me, right? And I'm like, well, okay, yeah. And then she starts like defending herself and and looking at me like, like I probably look at everybody else. She's probably thinking about me. Go fuck yourself, you know, like the way I've said about other people in the group. Oh, a
1: bit like last week's jingle.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm. She's like, she's probably looking at me like with the the whole sound effect that you've got going on with it and everything. She's probably looking at me going, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. And that's fine. And I'm also thinking, well, don't suck, you know? Because the first week that everybody let fly with their their great big diarrhea shits all over my piece, you know, I sucked. So you know, fair enough. So don't suck. And you took that
1: feedback on board. You
0: I did. I got altered, rid of. Yeah. yeah.
1: You did some pruning. Yeah, and she's already.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's already been told like little kids don't talk like that. And she comes back with more little kids talking like that. And I'm like, well, don't don't suck. And I don't know, should I feel bad? I feel I feel bad that I don't feel bad about it. But you know what I really hope? I hope that she's at home podcasting right now saying this this woman in my writing group can go fuck herself. And I hope she's got some kind of sound effect behind it too. I hope that she's saying about that about me cuz you know, then I wouldn't, you know. That, wouldn't that be just cool? <laughs> that would be so funny if it was that it w- wouldn't be great <laughs> yeah,
1: this bizarro world <laughs> this version of the world writing group. of right said fred yes
0: exactly <laughs> that'd be fantastic i was so tuned into that thinking you know what would she call marcia you know what would she call her <laughs> i don't know it's gonna have to be
1: i don't know what would you what would you call me is there any kind of name that is also an alcoholic drink
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, she'll be talking about- (laughs) Ginny. Yeah, she's calling me Ginny. Ginny. And she's talking about the (laughs) alcoholic, you know, cunt bag on her- her her writing group who's who's being a total ass to her and, and getting drunk you know and, and probably saying things like she really thinks that we're all fooled by what's in her water bottle yeah i got something to tell her we're not yeah i really hope please if there's any justice in the world please let that be happening right now
1: Yeah, her name is Jin, short for virginia <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and, and so Babs and Fred start getting to this whole dialogue, and pretty soon it just turns into the Babs and Fred show, right? Right. Have you ever wanted someone to shut up so bad that you started praying to deities that you don't even believe in? Oh, I've sought
1: the salvation of many gods, some false, some pagan, uh, to get people to shut up, yes. Yes.
0: I have a sister-in-law who is one of these people who, why say it in 10 words when 900 million trillion bajillion thousand will do just as well? Mm. And she's a very lovely person. There have been times where... Which makes it worse that she's a lovely person because you can't, you know, you don't, you really don't want to be rude to her. So there have been times where she's talked for like, I've been, you know, glanced at my watch and thought she hasn't taken a breath for like 45 minutes. And there's been a few times Mm -hmm. where I've wanted her to stop talking so bad that I started getting tears in my eyes. Just from, I feel like this is, I just want, I would, I need her to stop because I want to just literally want to cry yeah it's you know it's yeah like you say you know if you could just be rude and go could you shut the fuck up you know <laughs> that would be fantastic I, I i'm not quite at that level just yet okay
1: but, you needed a couple of more uh shots
0: yeah if my shots have been wor- did you pour that right i swear i swear i poured it right i, I swear it wasn't working so they started going on and on and on and on. And I'm like everybody's sitting there, like my head is lolling back.
1: So just babs and Fred. Yeah,
0: just debating and just like I am gonna sit here and wink my intellect like you know, like other people are enjoying it. You know? It got so bad that I looked up to the ceiling. He's he's got a really high ceiling, and he's got a ceiling fan that's like made out of chrome or something. Mm. And 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 I was just leaning back for like ten minutes, going, "Wow, that ceiling fan's really clean. How do you, how do you get it that clean? It's really shiny. Yeah, like ten minutes. Like how do you does he, you know? Because you'd have to have a really tall ladder, and if you got a ladder that tall, then where does he keep it? And if it's outside, then how does he get it up all the stairs? And how often does he clean the ceiling fan? Maybe it's fan? got a pulley. Maybe. Oh, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, it didn't look like the, the ceiling fan was able to be lowered. And I was like 10 minutes of that. Like, what
1: were the other people doing at this stage?
0: Sighing. Probably looking at my water bottle thinking, now, how can I ask her if I could have a nip of that? You know? They probably, because it just got it. to that point. Hmm. The
1: chap from last week who didn't care about the operation featured in Bitchface's oh, story.
0: Butt face. Yes.
1: Yeah. How was he getting on he with He wasn't the... there. Oh, at and least he... And he's friends
0: of Babs. Right. And she calls him the first letter of his real name. Right. Which makes me want to tear her eyeballs out. And feed him to a goat.
1: Is that right, M?
0: Yeah, so let's call him, like, say she... Because we call him Butt Face. So let's say she calls him B, right. right? So she's like, oh, is B here? Oh, B's not here. Oh, let me just give B a call. And then she proceeds to have, like, this really long phone call in the middle of everybody. Going, oh, yeah, B. Yeah, it's me. Yeah, you coming. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, could you not take that somewhere but you know she needs us all to see that she's friends with buttface right and he's not there the reason i think that people aren't coming back maybe it's something to do with the alki woman who's just got big mouth uh, and and, it, and it, Gin. yeah it, it could be something to do Ginny. with it. but i'm not that narcissistic I think it's to do with Babs because she just won't shut up. She sounds like
1: quite a domineering character. She's so
0: domineering, man. She practically has like a stick that, you know, she'll use to wrap you across the knuckles. And and you think I was harsh with, with you know, wobbly-lipped woman who's getting all upset about criticism. You think that I was harsh? Oh, my God. Like, Babs and Fred are just, like, tearing every word of her piece to shit. They were going through every single word, going, that word doesn't work, and you should change that word. And the, and, the, and they were, like, coming up with ideas for whole different plots, and you should have your character do this, and that one who's a woman, that woman should be a man, and they shouldn't be climbing a mountain, they should be going down in a tunnel. And they just, like, rewrote her whole piece. Oh dear. And, and and I was sitting there going, "Listen, I, all I said was that nine, you know, your dialogue needs to be authentic." But you people are like, "Wow." So, and I'm sitting there thinking about how how does he get his ceiling fan so clean? <laughs> While I'm drinking, going, what the fuck is the matter with there's no alcohol in this? When I get home, me and Silver are going to have words.
1: When you were looking up at the fan, yeah. were you holding your body in a weird position which caused the back injury that back, you're dukey. still clearly suffering from?
0: Uh, I'm suffering and... Uh, you know, i just like, what is the matter with everyone? I've just had so many, I've dealt with so many rude people in the last week, like really strident, like want to just like punch me in the face, women. And Babs is one of them. And then I get an email from her this morning. She sends an email around to everybody going, can you please come along to my short story night? And you know what I say to that? Go fuck yourself.
1: Go fuck yourself! Fuck. She's running a short story. Yeah, night.
0: she runs a short story night where, if you're approved, she gets actors to read your story for you right and one time fred said to her well what if i wanted to read it myself and she tore off his head and pissed down his neck she said no you know you have to have actors read it because you probably won't be good enough
1: so she finds desperate out of work thespians to basically practice their dulcet <laughs> tones
0: dookie there's a bitchy streak in you that sylva <laughs> and i just love Cause she, you're a lovely person, Dookie. You are a fabulous, wonderful person oh. who wants nothing but good things for everyone in the world. And just occasionally, you just get this forked tongue. Listen, they're But cheating, you genuinely do love people. I, I do, but
1: they're treating M like shit. So... I've got your back, Marsha.
0: That's cool. You know, it's... And I was just like, you know, she keeps trying to advertise this short story reading night. Like, she gave us all her card for the night, which I still have. And it irritates me every time I open up my wallet. And I keep thinking I really should just chuck that. But it just irritates me. Because she she was trying to sell it. She was like, you guys all really need to submit. I'd really love to have you. And then Fred said, what if we wanted to read our own stories? And she was like, no, you can't. And I was like, that's not really... Is that really how you sell this thing? No. You know, if automatically you make me not want to do it because you're being such a cow about it. Like, why don't you just try, like being kind of okay about it I mean just try so yeah so I got an email from her this morning and I and I'm like I just want to email back going go fuck yourself and and I'm not obviously because I'm not that kind of a person and so dookie you know we finished that night at like 10 15 we start wrapping up poor woman who's just got the shit torn out of her with her piece looks like you know She's going to go home and like drink a bottle of plonk on her own, mm. right? And I should have invited her back to ours. You know, here, here, Silva, look after you. You know, she'll help you with some. <laughs> so, uh, Dookie, by this point, I'm so ready to go.
1: Clearly not to the pub. Well, Which you said you were going to do dookie, in Okay, part so three. yeah,
0: so here's. I was thinking about you, and I had your voice in my head, and I, I and I know it would be better for the podcast if I if I went. I thought, you know what? Well, uh, if I have to hear Fred or Babs utter one more syllable. I'm gonna jab myself in the throat with my pen. I I cannot listen to these people anymore. And and, and Dookie, I'm not invited.
1: You're going to invite yourself. That yeah, was part but of not, the show. You know,
0: what if they say, yeah, you know, you're alright? Or they go, oh, well, we're not actually going to the pub and then they wait till I leave and then, you know. Well then
1: you could go, you know,
0: pull down your trousers and have a dump on
1: the floor. <laughs>
0: This is what I'm drinking. I'm actually drinking water here. That is actually water. Okay, so uh, I, I had your voice in my head. No, no, no. no. It is. See, with the vodka tonic, it does get a little bit of a hue right. to it. Whereas this, you can tell, is just clearly clear. But, you know, if anybody looked, you know, people must know, right? Don't you think people know?
1: I have a feeling that Freud knew it takes one to know one surely
0: people can smell it because you know i put the cap on for for on the bottle after i filled it up and it literally was filling this big bottle up. and but then i had to i unscrewed it again and you can smell it when you open it because it's <laughs> fizzy, so you get that and, it, and it, you know it, you can smell it
1: it's like mm, that's an interesting perfume yeah
0: so it's Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. You know, people, people. Surely, so so I, I I don't. No,
1: but hang on. It also you've got Freud who is submitting these autobiographical stories about his alcoholic past. Yeah, we presume they, they might just assume that that smell of vodka is coming from him and his farts. (laughs) (laughs) whoa Uh,
0: yeah except that there's been a few nights when he's not been there and i have been so
1: you know his spirit is there
0: (laughs) dookie i appreciate it but i'm pretty sure you know i don't care but it's just the thought that you know they probably think let's not have the drunk lady along with us you know i'm not invited and i and it's i don't want to be invited i find it interesting And, and, and I did think I cannot listen to these two anymore. I I can't, I I just can't. So I I jumped up. This was the most torturous one of, of all of them from all of these podcasts, even when they shit all over my piece and, and, you know, it it, kind of sucked, but you know, like I say, don't suck. Mm. Um, it, it, it wasn't nearly as bad as this one. It I mean... So I, this really oh is... Oh, God, this is terrible, Dookie. Right. It was terrible. I thought I was going to die. So if this was a Star Wars
1: film, this would be the rogue one. A film yeah. which will never have a sequel because everyone dies. Oh, really? And in a way, if you look at the souls of all of the participants... Yeah. ...in the part four writers group, right? Said Fred... Everyone died. Uh, yeah. In their own special way.
0: Dookie, I was just sitting there thinking, you know, people want to use torture devices for, mm. like, whatever. You know, people use waterboarding or whatever. Fuck that. They could just put put a, put a so-called criminal in, in one of these writing workshops and the person be like, I'll talk. Just please get these two people to shut up. I'll tell you anything you want to know. You know, it's like the mafia could use it to get people to fess up.
1: So they, they should send Fred and... Babs over to, you know, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, and
0: Jesus, man. All be done just, and dusted. I swear to God, people will be fessing up to things they didn't even do. Just as like, please shut, please shut the fuck up. Please. <laughs> I mean, by this time, I drained my bottle. Mm. And I'm thinking, I... And I, your
1: back's hurting. Oh,
0: God, I just thought, if I, if I don't get out of here, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna scream. Mm. I'm gonna... So, I leapt up, and I went, I, I, you know, I told... Every week I tell a lie well except for the week that I said I will go to the pub one day and they all looked at me and went silent like and you know and I said you know on the previous podcast like she needs yeah, to, yeah yeah nobody actually said oh yeah no you should come along tonight you know like you, you would think that people would do so but every other night I've made an excuse and this time I lied and said I, I got to get up really early in the morning which I didn't and and they all just kind of looked at me with like pity in their eyes <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, Dookie, I ran. I, I And I don't run, okay? I just have a policy about not running.
1: And you had to negotiate several flights of stairs oh god
0: it's like a 10 20 flight i mean it's mm. really a lot of stairs and i was taking them two at a time literally oh. which i don't do with a bad back with a bad back and mm. i was in pain and i'm like i don't run i just don't run you don't want to see me running no, nobody needs to see it i don't need to feel it so and i, I was, it's two at a time dookie Two at a time. And then I was out the side door because I could never find his fucking front door. again. You go in the front door and you can never find it again. Mm. It's like Hotel California, right?
1: Or a bit like when Spinal Tap are trying to get onto yeah. the stage in Cleveland.
0: It's like, hello, Cleveland. Mm. You come in and it's just nothing but hallways. So I, I run out the, the side door like I always do. And then I'm thinking, oh, shit, you know, what if they all come out the front door, right? And, and they're all together and they see me. So I had to, like, I hauled fucking ass, man. I hauled some serious fucking fat ass down to that. Dookie, when I got to the tube station, man... Uh, I thought I was going to need a defibrillator Mo Farah has nothing on you Jesus Mo Farah Yeah hey Mo if you're listening to this You want to go you want to rumble We will fucking rumble Usain Bolt you got nothing On the woman that's trying to get away from Babs and Fred nothing They should make it an Olympic sport because Man you never seen this woman This fat ass woman Haul her her big wobbly ass (laughs) So fucking fast In all your life she was she was a little dewy when she got home. Oh, I'm really and sorry, very to hear very that. very very uptight. Mm. So, Dookie, when she got home, she needed more to drink. Oh dear. Yeah, still. Self- so
1: you're still feeling sober.
0: Totally. I mean, I'm not saying you know I when I don't drive over here anyway, but I, you know I'm not saying I would have gotten in the car. But mm. yeah, I, I totally, so, totally, mm. sober. The totally strain, sober. The stress and strain. Totally sober.
1: The stress and strain minimize the effects of alcohol. I guess so. Negated the the byproduct of vodka
0: Dookie, I consumption. Poured her, I poured her a double. Right. And I just shoved it at her.
1: Oh, bless you, Doctor feel yeah, good to the of Yeah, bless
0: her, and then, then, then she's had me on the opiates ever since. And and and, and your you, back is still and hurting. you can get opiates over the counter in this country, which is like magic, magic. You, all you have to do is go in to the pharmacy and say, can I have some of that? And they go, yeah. And it, to me, that's like amazing. And, and, and sometimes you get, you know, the person who thinks, oh, okay, I better do my job right so I don't get fired. So they do that thing about, have you taken these before? Mm. Do you have that? Have you had that when you Oh,
1: went? yes, I have. And
0: what do you say? You go, yeah, of course.
1: I, I have done. And oh, I, you know, and it, then addiction they go, after three days. Yeah, oh, don't I, take I wouldn't want that to happen.
0: Yeah, don't take them any longer than three days. And you go, OK.
1: But why is it you just sold me a 32 yeah, pack of Yeah, so of it? Why,
0: why is this 32 of them?
1: Do, do you have a smaller pack? No, no, you don't. Yeah, exactly. Yet you're worried about me becoming addicted. <laughs> yeah. oh, so I'll just stockpile this for the next time I'm in pain. <laughs>
0: You're supposed to use them for the next thirty years. So you, you, that's what I'm saying. I, I, right. I don't want. I don't want myself to get in trouble. That like this is completely legal. Mm. It's totally legal, and, and in fact, almost encouraged. Yes, it, it's just I just so happen to have you know stuff around the house for pain.
1: It's You're for pain. a bit like a, a late night dispensing chemists
0: dookie you can <laughs> come over anytime i've got stuff for mental pain and stuff for physical oh
1: pain. goodness I, i've definitely suffered from both recently Marsha, you were instructed to go to the pub but
0: dookie i can't
1: but under these circumstances Jesus, man
0: are you trying to kill me
1: i i feel that it, it was an impossibility for you to have yeah.
0: gone uh and and you know what i did i i i can't uh, this this group is just turning me into a pathological liar i mean i told them that i would submit a piece for their perusal the next day to be critiqued for the following week Right. right so like it should have been like emailed like yesterday and instead, I emailed Fred and told a great big fat fucking whopper of a lie. Mm. Great big fucking whopper, Dookie. Mm. I told him I was going to be in Scotland. It was a last minute booking. and Scotland's
1: game. Yeah. Uh, real or otherwise. <laughs> is the writing group's loss dookie
0: i ain't going nowhere right i just thought i can't i can't so now i'm just curious as to what's going to happen because i was the only one who put my hand up to submit so as far wait yeah I'm,
1: I'm going to stop you there yeah go on the next group is a week away right and you are the only person submitting yeah that's a potent indicator that things are not going to plan with that group. Things are a little You shouldn't just have one person submitting.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I did think that as well. I did think, you know, I don't have a problem being critiqued, but I don't want to, you know... uh The critiques are getting longer and longer. They used to be like 15 minutes. And And now so are the food breaks. Well, yeah. Now they've stretched to like, you know, this poor woman got hauled over the coals partly from me. But, you know, for like, but at least I kept it short for like half an hour. And I'm like, you know, it's a short story. I mean, she can say so. And I did think, you know, so if it's just me, what are we going to have two hours on hauling me over the coals? Hmm. So I thought, I don't want that. And um, and I can't bear the sound of their voices. Ugh. I, I, I can't. No, I, I just can't do it. I can't do it, Dookie.
1: We've reached a crossroads.
0: Dookie, I think there's a crossroads. And there's there seems to be people who are like saying similar things like, you know, like at the beginning of every group, we get a whole rundown from Fred about mm. who's not going to be there and why. And it's usually everybody's going, uh, I got to work late that night or uh, and I'm thinking I think everybody's just doing what I do. Which is just what I've done, which is just to lie that you've got work, mm. when actually they're just going, well, fucking hell, I can't do that again. And so you and Sylve have proposed something that I think might be a good idea. She should form a splinter group. A new sect. Isn't that what happens, has happened with religions over the years? Certainly. Like, like you start like Protestantism, but then it it splint, splinters off into like Methodism and Calvinism. Isn't that what happened? Absolutely.
1: Okay. The Lutheran Church
0: Lutheran, is yes.
1: a prime example of that. So, yes. Yes.
0: So, d- so
1: there are other religions. There are, all, there there definitely, are definitely
0: many, many mm. other religions. I think she should do that. Writing group splinters off, forms a sect. Mm. And I said, Do you know, you can do it in our house, where you can have sofas. Oh, my word. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. So so he got there late. It's the first time that Fred gets there late, right? So you
1: all arrive in the house at the same so time as he does. we his apartment at the same mm. time.
0: Although there were other people inside the building who let us in.
1: Did he leave the and I don't key know for how, somebody? Yeah, I
0: don't know. There seems to be a weird thing with entrances and stuff here. Right. Uh, so we walked in, yeah. So he hadn't been there all day. And he, oh, you know, he's got this massive living room and he sets up all these tables that we all sit at, mm. like lots of tables. And they were all set up. So I said to him, "Um, do you keep these set up all the time? And he went, yeah. And I was like, well, this is your um, living room.
1: So he pretends to be running <laughs> the group I just, badly, I might add. <sighs> In his leisure time Yeah
0: and I was like And then I, I It all of a sudden Occurred to me it, It's occurred to me Before that he doesn't Have a television Which is you know In this day and age You know whatever He you watches watch stuff on all the same
1: Crap on his laptop I'm sure
0: whatever But but it also occurred to me That he doesn't have Either a sofa Or like a chair In his Yoo-hoo, living room
1: You're a sad bastard He doesn't
0: have Like so he's got Quite a lot of furniture He's got a lot of bookshelves mm. with, That are full Which is really cool and he's got a piano but the only place to sit is the piano stool and then he's obviously got chairs because we all sit in there so there's usually like eight of us or something but he there's no sofa, there's no easy chair and I'm like that's you don't want to, not, not even like a beanbag. You know, there's nothing like n- nice and comfortable to sit on for him. And now he's keeping these tables set up all the time.
1: It makes him feel less lonely. Oh, bless him. It's a bit like South Park, the little Eric Cartman's tea party where he holds a tea <laughs> yeah. party for his imaginary friends. And I can't help but think that Frederick is running nightly writing groups. And perhaps entertaining them with bad food and dodgy banter.
0: Wouldn't you like some more tea in there, pussy pants? Yeah, Sylph does a pretty good... <laughs> That's pretty a good really Cartman. good Cartman. And it's not a bad Cartman. Thank you. Will it's there be... It's very, a very sad episode. And to, Sorry, I just went quiet there for a minute because I had an image of Fred in this very hmm. posh apartment that he sounds like he has having a tea party for himself around Uh, the tables. uh, I'm sorry everybody I don't have any I don't have any (laughs) milk
1: Um, (laughs) Can somebody go out and get some? Oh yeah
0: and Babs probably left him the the cheesy raisin scones behind because he probably didn't have any food and all he'd eaten all day was like gummy bears I mean that's what he said he'd had. He'd had gummy bears a muffin and a can of coke and I'm like man that's not good
1: one thing which I remember you telling me about off-pod is that he may have a summertime gig of a non-musical variety <laughs> which also may help to inspire the formation of this sect but I feel that you should uh, tell our listeners about this special job that frederick may be taking on
0: he does private tutoring for children and yes i know okay i know yeah uh i know god almighty i know so he was saying to us when you know in the half an hour that babs was out buying milk Uh, He was telling us that because he's a private tutor, he gets all these emails in for private tutoring jobs. Mm. And he said, maybe some of you might interested in this job. So we all kind of prick up because some of us are like self-employed. And he goes, it's teaching math and physics to an eight-year-old. Physics? Yeah. And somebody somebody quite rightly said, what eight-year-old is learning physics?
1: Mm, That's precocious one clearly
0: and 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 all i could think was well i wouldn't do that anyway but e- e- that's me out even if i did want to do it because everything i know about physics you could stick on the head of a pin mm. and all of that is learned from watching breaking bad and the big bang theory so and you know and
1: mythbusters a bit i would imagine
0: yeah, I've watched some of that show. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Is that? Do you count that as physics?
1: Absolutely. Oh, okay. Many of the... Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, oh, hey, you
0: know, PhD. That is, so I should have my PhD now, right? So I I, I understand <laughs> Mythbusters. Some I understood of Breaking Bad. And uh, Big Bang Theory makes it pretty, pretty user-friendly. Mm. So, and funny. And so that's everything I know about physics from that. So, anyway... Uh, we were all like what eight-year-old is learning physics but then he said
1: oh, oh clearly the eight-year-old that featured in the dialogue from the overly sensitive yeah, wobbly yeah, mouth yeah, 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 exactly.
0: yeah the eight-year-old that talks like he's like 72 um So then he said, well, you have to go live in Kazakhstan over the summer because that's where the family are going to be. As one does. So Fred said I'm thinking about giving it all up over the summer to go work for an oligarch because that's obviously who it is, right? Mm. And then he says he gets all these jobs for like, you know, you're going to tutor my two children uh, in the Seychelles, in Monaco, in Bermuda, in Mm. Barbados, and you mustn't get seasick because we're mostly going to be on our yacht you know these are the kinds of jobs that he's so maybe he'll run off with an oligarch to look after their kids math and physics needs over the summer and yeah like you say i can form my sect i don't know if i want to be responsible for these people
1: now what sort of catering are you going to well, provide see,
0: exactly it's like i don't want to i don't want to have to worry about you know God, do I have to make a roast? I mean what am i am I serving sliders this week? Is have that
1: you got milk?
0: Uh, yeah, have I got milk?
1: Do we need to uh, get some furniture in? I can help you to lay everything out so it's appropriate for the needs of a we can turn group. my
0: our whole living room over mm. to the writing group. And then, you know, we could have a buffet, you know, what, some people might be kosher, some people might be halal, some mm. people might be vegan, mm. some people might be gluten-free. Oh, uh, uh, you're giving me nightmares. Need I need get can't. some posh chocolate
1: and uh, with some vivid descriptions of each and every piece.
0: Yeah, you know what you can do with your vivid descriptions? You can take them and you can go fuck yourself.
1: Go fuck yourself. Well, that is indeed your lot. The one thing that didn't get mentioned in the podcast is that Marsha was still suffering from severe back pain at the time of recording. She is a really good sport. One of my mottos in life, and well, it's a specialist one, is that if a writing group causes you to have back pain, you might want to form your own one. And in this referendum-focused world, it's fitting that Ms MacDonald is considering breaking away from Fred & Co. It's clear that Fred's group is a pain not so much in the neck, but rather the back, and this simply isn't tenable in the long term. And, ultimately, this episode ends with a question. Will there be a Right Said Fred? Part 5. You've been listening to Right Said Fred Part 4. My name is Dukey and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Now it's time for me to go and, uh, pop my weasel. Thanks for listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. Facebook. It's easy to find. It will not take an age. Facebook. www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show. The thin white Dukey is right. Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page. www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show. The Dukey Radio Show, The Dukey Radio Show.